From Finance and Commerce, this is Beyond the Skyline, a podcast about economic development, commercial real estate, and construction in Minnesota. In each episode, you will meet business leaders, builders, entrepreneurs, and big thinkers. I'm David Bolander, editor of Finance and Commerce. Thanks so much for joining. Beyond the Skyline is sponsored by Ironmark Building Company. Whether it's a new luxury apartment building in the North Loop or expanding the community in the suburbs, Ironmark builds quality projects for discerning clients. Ironmark's foundation is built on a culture of collaboration with clients and projects that stand the test of time. Talk to Ironmark's award-winning team about your next construction project today. Go to ironmarkbuildingco.com. In this episode, Carla Carlson, Executive Vice President of United Properties' Amira Senior Living Brand, talks to FNC reporter Brian Johnson. Carlson talks about her new job duties, Amira's growth plans, and the opportunities and challenges in the Twin Cities' senior housing market. All right. Well, hey, I'm pleased to be joined by Carla Carlson, um, newly promoted to Executive Vice President of United Properties, Amira Senior Living Brand, And uh, Carla previously served as Vice President of Capital Markets, and she will lead United Properties' senior living team. Carla, thanks for joining me on the podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Brian. Absolutely. Well, um, I wonder if you could just start off by introducing yourself a little bit. I gave a very brief introduction there, but um, first of all, congratulations on the promotion. Thank you. Um, so can you can you talk a little bit about that and what your new job duties will be in this role? Sure. Sure. So um this is this is kind of a new role that was created at United Properties. Um historically, you know, I don't know how much everybody knows about United Properties, but we've operated under this co-president model where kind of the development team uh reported up to one president and the portfolio team reported up to the other. Um, and that worked for a lot of reasons. But um, what's unique about the seniors business um, is that the development team and the asset management side, the operating side, really are far more integrated starting at kind of the beginning, like site selection. And they work together through the design and through lease up and stabilization of the product. So they're just they work together um, really from the start, which is different than other product types. Uh, So when we recently moved organizationally to a CEO structure and eliminated the co-president model, it provided this opportunity to kind of put the senior development team and the asset management team under one leader. Um, And, you know, I'm thrilled to have been selected to lead the senior team kind of now as one organizational unit um, that we can kind of cohesively drive growth that um, all the growth that we're expecting to achieve here in the next in the space over the next, you know, five to 10 years. Okay. And tell us a little bit about some of your existing communities and any communities that you might have planned or under construction. Well, so we've got a lot going on right now. Um, right in, um, so let me just back to zoom out a little bit. So mm-hmm. um, in in 2021, we kind of rebranded and launched this Amira brand. And um, we had previously operated. We kind of have three product types. We have this co-op that run that that um, operates under this Applewood Point, 
Uh, we did not really rebrand Applewood Point. That's kind of part that falls under the Amir brand. Uh, that's our co-op. That's a senior kind of owned facility uh, that, that's basically, you know, financed through HUD. They can buy their condo unit. Um, so that's one thing. And we started uh, developing those way back in like 2002. So we've been we've been in the business for 20 years. Um, but in 2021, we wanted to uh, kind of make a more cohesive brand as we moved out of um, and into other markets like, you know, we've primarily been in Minnesota and the Minneapolis metro, but we're looking to expand into we have offices in Denver and we have offices in Austin. And so as we kind of looked at the brand from a national lens, we thought um, we wanted a we wanted to be able to trademark the brand. Um, and we and we wanted to make sure that we could carry that brand awareness with us nationally. So um, with that rebrand in 2021, we have now we've got this Applewood Point, which still remains Applewood Point. And then we have the what's called our Amira Choice product, and that is our Senior with Services. Um, and then in, in addition to Senior with Services, Amira Choice, we have Amira. And the Amira is our 55 plus active adult product type. Um, so now we can kind of deliver three different communities under this Amira brand umbrella. Um, so the, the communities that we have now that are open and operating and thriving, um, we've got six Amira Choice communities in the Minneapolis metro, you know, Roseville, Forest Lake, Plymouth, Minnetonka, um, Bloomington. And then we've got three Amiras uh, in, those, in, you know, in Bloomington, Minnetonka and Roseville. So we've got a little bit of both uh, product types there. We have two Amira choices in Florida, one in Naples and one in Sarasota. And then we have one senior with services community in Littleton, Colorado. Uh, so that's kind of like our stable operating portfolio of assets. And then we also have um, a couple communities under construction in Minneapolis. We've got an Amira in Minnetonka. So that's a 55 plus. We've got an Amira Choice in Colorado, in Arvada, that's under construction. Uh, and then we also have an Applewood Point in Apple Valley that we're that we're under construction with. So we're we're very active um, and we're and we're actively seeking more sites in all of our markets. Okay. So the projects you have under construction here locally, can you just talk a little bit more about those timelines and number of units and uh, when yeah. when you expect them to open? Yep. So our Amira Minnetonka is scheduled to be uh, opening in June. So just a couple months away. Um, and we're really excited about this. It's not far from our Amira Choice Minnetonka that's been um, very successful. We are uh, over 65% pre-leased in at Amira Minnetonka, which is really, really incredible. Um, it really speaks to the demand that's out there for this product type. Uh, and so we're really excited to start moving residents in there on June 1st. Um, the Amira Choice in Arvada, that one is scheduled to deliver early next year. So we we put the we topped out the roof about a month ago and we're just continuing on in construction and we're on track and on schedule there. So um those two are delivering next. And then the Applewood point in Apple Valley, you know, that's just underway. I I I I Honestly, I'm not paying as close of attention to that because that's kind of in the rear view. It's all sold out and it's being constructed mm -hmm. and it will deliver as needed. 
Excellent. So can you talk a little bit more about the differences between the Applewood points and the Emira? We've, we've written about a lot of Applewood point projects through the years, and you mentioned you've been doing that for quite a while now. Um, can you talk about that and compare it to what you're doing with the Amira brand? Yeah. So the Applewood points have been extremely successful for us over the years. I mean, it's really, uh, it's a product where we design, it's a, it's a co-op, it's a condo, it's, it's a way for, um, uh, older adults to have ownership in a, in a property that they want to maybe downsize. And it was extremely, uh, successful up until, you know, it's gotten really challenging with construction costs rising. Uh, we we kind of have to lock into a construction cost well in advance of actually starting construction because we have to be able to sell the units at a certain price point and we have to be able to, you know, follow through on our commitments based on those prices. So while that was successful when when time was good and we had tailwinds behind us, it's been much more challenging now, especially with the pandemic and the supply chain issues and just the really uncertainty around construction costs. So we've seen that business slow um, and, and we're hopeful that we can pick it back up. Um, but we were being really selective with what properties we seek and whether or not we can, we can, you know, take the risk on the construction cost side of things there. So that's why I, you know, what, where we're really focused right now is building out our Amira, uh, our Amira, our 55 plus active adult brand. That's, you know, it's an independent living rental community. Um, we anywhere from 115 to 145 units. Um, the units are a little bit bigger than what you would typically see in a market rate multifamily uh, property. And they have just really been popular. I think a lot of residents in that age category that are you know, retiring or becoming empty nesters, they're looking for a sense of community and they're looking to downsize their homes, but maybe they don't want to commit to buying another home because they don't know where they're going to be. Maybe they want to follow their kids once they have grandkids. And, and so they like the flexibility of renting. And what, what where we, I think, you know, do a phenomenal job is with our programming um, in those Amira uh, communities. We, we have a, a director there that, um, completely runs an activities calendar and it's extremely popular and the residents really enjoy it and um, they have a lot of fun and it basically becomes their new little neighborhood and they take a lot of pride in those communities. So we're, we're looking to really expand our pipeline on the Amira, the 55 plus active adult uh, product type. And then of course, Amira Choice, um, that's the senior with services. That's kind of, you know, 62 plus. We've got independent living, a continuum of care, independent living, assisted living, memory care. Some have enhanced care. You know, there's always going to be a, a big demand for that just as the as the population ages out. Um, those have become a little more challenging to underwrite just given the uh, challenges with the labor market and pressure on labor costs and just even finding labor. Mm -hmm. um, and so those have been a little bit harder to get to underwrite, uh, especially, and then those had, you know, of course, everyone that owns, operates, invests in senior over the pandemic has, has just had an even more challenging time as, as that just really stressed the communities, you know, emotionally and economically. So, um, mm -hmm. our communities have fully bounced back. I mean, they, we've, we've done a phenomenal job. Uh, we're in really great shape and we're just waiting for the next opportunity when, when those, when the labor market settles down a little bit and, and we can get those deals to underwrite because, you know, 
we know that the, the demand is out there for that asset class as well. Yeah, it sounds like the demand is certainly out there. And what what is your outlook going looking ahead over the next year or two? You mentioned some of the headwinds with construction costs and labor and things of that nature. Affordability is always a challenge. But uh, do you see this market continuing to grow as far as on the construction? I do. I'm that you know. I'm I'm pretty bullish on senior in general, and and I say that not specific to the Minneapolis market, but just you know nationwide. I I do think there's opportunities still in the Minneapolis market. I think that um, really everywhere where we're looking to expand, Denver, Austin, we've got property in Florida. We may continue to expand there. We're looking at other markets as well. But um, you know, there are some statistics out there that are just hard to ignore. They're extremely compelling when it comes to the demographics and and just the fundamentals. And, you know, we were at a, a conference, the NIC conference last fall, and 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 it was just, you know, or I guess it was ULI, but there was a senior um, presentation and it was just staggering. Like if you count up all the units that were under construction at the time, um, we're nowhere near hitting the projections for the demand in three years. So, for people that think that have parents or that are on a wait list to try to get into some of these communities, if if you think that it's long now, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, so we just want to we want to try to get in and take advantage of of those fundamentals. And you know, it's also really important for us as a company to provide a service to our communities. Um, and so that's another reason why I'm really attracted and really excited about leading the seniors team because it it, it feels really good to actually provide a product and a service to the communities that in which we work and we live um, that these communities desperately need. So there's there's that kind of human piece to it that you don't always get with real estate development. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And are you involved at all on affordable senior pro- products or is it primarily uh, market rate or... So we have some affordable components like we have, uh, I think we have 19 units of affordable in our uh, Minnetonka, in our Amir Minnetonka. And those, I mean, we've got a wait list 100 people long waiting mm-hmm. for those units. So, you know, you're right. Uh, affordability is, is, is always top of mind, especially it feels like lately, even, you know, in market rate, multifamily and in the senior space. I think that um, we would look to right now, you know, we've got our brands, we've kind of got our price points. We're not at the top of the market. We're certainly not at the bottom of the market, but I think that uh, long-term, you know, I think that it's important. I think that there's, there's a market for each, for each level. And I think that we would like to participate in some affordable component. Um, We, you know, are just not quite there yet on on what that looks like, but I think that's an initiative that we really want to look into um, because clearly the the demand is there. Yeah, and just circling back to talk about your background in this business, I I think I briefly mentioned in the intro that um, you were involved on the capital market side mm-hmm. previously, and uh, tell us about that, and and I guess just how you you got started in this line of work. Yeah, well, so I can we can go. I can go way back. So before um, I I started at UP about a year ago, uh, but prior to that, I was really just a I was a partner at a small retail development development office, and I was there for 14 years. So I really got to know deals top to bottom, inside out, because uh, it was you know kind of a five person office. It was 
your support team was you yourself and and you. <laughs> so I, that was a really great learning experience for me. And then when I made the move over to United Properties, I, I had the benefit of sitting on the capital markets team. And as you mentioned, and I was able to see, you know, really every deal that came into the, that the, came through the door in this organization, which is a tremendous amount of traffic. I mean, United Properties is just has a huge scale um, something that I was not used to in my past career. So that was really exciting. And I got to know all the different product types, you know, industrial, multifamily, senior, especially. Um, and so, you know, and and working in conjunction with capital markets, and we had a really, it was 2022 was an interesting year. It was phenomenal for the first six months. And then it was a disaster for the last, you know, three and into these last basically six months of time since November of last year. So, um, you know, one of the challenges certainly with all of real estate right now is the capital markets, the debt markets. How are we underwriting deals? How are we getting deals done? How are we getting them financed? And um, I think it was a really, you know, that's going to be a big strategic initiative of uh, in this role is figuring out how we are going to either recycle the equity that we've built up in our portfolio um, or partner with uh, institutional partners, syndicate companies, uh, any kind of um, third-party equity to continue to drive our business. Um, so I think that was a, a nice segue uh, with my experience in capital markets to you know move into the senior space and focus that here since that's going to be a really important part of our growth strategy. Yeah, and what do you what do you think has been the impact of the banking crisis or situation, whatever you want to call it, that started in in March um, with the uh, failure of the Silicon Valley Bank and and that that whole situation? Is that um, are you feeling the impact of that here? Yeah, I mean, I think I, there's there's one thing that nobody likes, and that's uncertainty. Right. And I think that it's just one thing after another, especially in the senior space. I mean, it started with the pandemic, you know, like that came through and everyone was kind of uncertain about how the labor markets were going to recover and and how it was all going to. So it took a long time for nationally for portfolios to recover. So I think investors were a little bit uh, concerned and a little bit slower to respond to new deals. And they were waiting for their own portfolios to recover. So while our portfolio recovered just fine, it, it was challenging trying to find trying to convince other investors th that they don't have to worry with us because our brand is strong and our operators operations are extremely strong. So it has been a challenge. I think that um, you know, it's not any different from what anybody else is seeing, except one of the unique uh factors with senior is that there just aren't as many players in the capital markets. So there aren't you know, almost every lender will lend on, you know, industrial or multifamily. If they're a commercial lender, they're going to look at those. Not every lender is going to do a senior with services deal. It's just unique. It's a specialty asset. It's not just a real estate uh, investment. It's an operation. It's an operating business. Um, and so, you know, it's not just United Properties that they're betting on. It's United Properties and our operator, which we have fabulous relationships with Ebenezer and Great Lakes Management. Um, but, you know, it's just that it's that additional layer of risk and not every banker or third party equity investor really even understands the product type well enough to underwrite it. Um, so when you when you have a pool of investors that's this big for most other commercial assets, 
it really shrinks down when you get to senior. So then when you hit capital market headwinds, it gets pretty small pretty quick. Um, so that's what we're up against. I mean, I think that there there is light at the end of the tunnel. Um, we are seeing some activity and we have some equity partners that are lined up to uh, to get us in the ground on some of the deals that we have in the entitlement and design phase now uh, that we're really looking forward to getting, getting started this calendar year and early next. Um, but I'd be lying if I said it wasn't a challenge. <laughs> well, absolutely. So you talk about some of the challenges and opportunities out there. Um, what what else is going on? What else? Um, anything else you'd like to touch on um, before we wrap up? You certainly gave a nice overview of what's happening and both with your company and in the market overall. Is there anything else you care to add? Yeah, I mean, I guess I just want to I, I do want to give praise to our seniors team here at United Properties, the Amira. I mean, we we really do have communities that have been thriving and they really they 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 our occupancy fell a little bit just like anybody else in the pandemic, but we have bounced back quickly. We've got a really um I like the way that we approach development. We've got our asset management team who are who are really really smart with the operators. They influence and are involved in the design of our of our properties from the start because they know operationally what works and what doesn't work and where we can provide efficiencies and what floor plans sell the best and and so we really like to use that intel on the front end so that when we are building these properties they are as good as they could possibly get. Then it's not just a widget. We're not building the same thing in every market. It's really, we're taking this institutional knowledge that we have and applying it for each property. So I think that that's been some of our secret sauce that's made our properties so successful um, continuously. Uh, and and um, I, so that that's one big thing. And I do, I did want to shout out, you know, Ebenezer and Great Lakes Management. We wouldn't be able to do it without them. This is a, this is a true partnership there. Um, and, and, I just we're grateful for those relationships and we they're well regarded in the industry and 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 we are very much look forward to expanding with them. You know, we are continuing to expand in Minnesota. We're taking them to uh Texas and to Denver with us and hopefully they'll ride along anywhere else that we might want to go as as the years tick by here, but we think we're going to be on a pretty good run for the next 5 to 10 years in senior. Oh, great. Well, thank you so much for your time, Carla. Very interesting. Hopefully we can stay in touch and talk about future projects and things going on in the market. So um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll make sure to give you a call when we have our, our, our next big groundbreaking or any other mm -hmm. fun event that, you know, like I said, as this pipeline starts coming to fruition, it's going to be really exciting to see these buildings go up and see these communities getting served and being provided a product that they desperately need. So we're excited to be part of that. Absolutely. Well, please stay in touch and good luck with your projects. And thanks again for, for joining me today. Really enjoyed the conversation. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time, Brian. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.